0: To Midwest Nightmare in the morning.
1: Welcome to Midwest Nightmare in the morning. We've, we've, m- morning We've got Twisted uh, tea, Bone and the Stooge. Stooge. Meow, 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 meow. Why? Sky, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh <God> damn. <laughs> I think this. Is, I think this is giving me depression. <laughs>
0: and on that note, we'd like to say God bless. God bless. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! What's up, boys? It's been a little bit. How we doing? How we it's doing? Been, been years. 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 Decades, even. I don't know time. <laughs>
3: been
1: a while. Yeah. Um. It's been a while. Been a while. I,
2: I tried to do a um stream of you know the game subnautica
1: yeah
0: no
2: yeah it's like uh subnautica is like a game where you're like marooned in the ocean and um it's like you're you're you crash in the ocean and you have to like survive and figure out what what's about this ocean planet and like why you crash there and i tried to play on acid and do a stream and i kept just drowning to death because it's hard to pay attention, <laughs> like just casually drawing death because I wasn't paying attention to my like oxygen levels.
0: Because you were just like, like focused like, on like what you were seeing instead of like, yeah uh, vitals. I
2: drew, I drowned to death the first time. Then I made it even further, and um, then I drowned to death together. I was reading the chat and everyone was like, "Mitch, air, no, no." And I was like, <laughs> I looked over at my screen. I was already dead. <laughs> Now now everyone
0: in your Twitch stream know, knows how it was growing up with you, like being in high school. Like, Mitch, breathe. Breathe. Oxygen. Air. Remember to breathe. <laughs> You're too busy being woke to remember how to breathe. Uh,
2: it's yeah. hard to remember to breathe.
0: So that was, uh, that was your Saturday. I had a uh, very uh, casual dad Saturday. It was uh, my oldest kid's birthday, so I was in full-on dad mode. Um, which is dad boat, dad boat. Yeah. Uh, which is quite a sight to see if you're a uh, listener of the podcast and that's your only, uh, you know, interaction with me. Um, I'm very different in dad mode. You know, I fall asleep all the time. Um, <laughs> I'm casually racist. Uh, you're, Joe, so you're
2: Joe Biden. I'm Joe
0: Biden. <laughs> I'm a Joe Biden with a uh, less hair and lifeguard experience. <laughs> Uh, did Marv disappear?
2: Marv did disappear. Uh, All around the world, statues cl- crumble for me. Who knows, who knows how, how, how marv I've loved you. It Trent, try and nail that line. All around the world.
0: Okay. Wait, wait, like the one where he belts it at the end after the breakdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All around the world, statues crumble for me. Who knows how long I've loved you.
2: God damn, that feels so right.
0: Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm, Mark, I'm Mark McGrath for a new generation. Oh, we need him. He needs to step out of game shows and step back into the limelight.
2: Yeah, step back into what... People need that kind of music. It's, it's pure feel-good music, which we it don't is. have anymore.
0: It is, it is, it is.
1: Are we talking about Sugar Ray still?
0: Oh, we're going (laughs) on about Sugar Ray still. Welcome back to the Sugar Ray show. What's (laughs) up, everybody? Welcome to the Sugar
1: Ray hour.
2: (laughs) Don't call it Sugar Gay or you're exiled.
0: Midwest Nightmare in the Mornings, Sugar Ray edition.
1: (laughs) Midwest Nightmare in the Mornings, Sugar Ray edition.
0: Midwest Nightmare in the Mornings, we're actually just going to talk about Sugar Ray.
1: That sounds sick. That sounds
0: sick. Let's give up on the morning concept altogether. <laughs>
1: Look,
3: we're, giving up on, we're giving
1: up on the morning concept altogether and we're taking you to a class. Well, okay. Uh, no, I have one. I have one. I have one. By the legends, I have one. Sugar Ray. It's someday. No, I. I, I someday. No, before I end it,
2: I have a morning thing. me. Wait, we can't finish the morning thing. I have a morning when thing before I end it. Um,. <laughs> So there's been something happening to me in the mornings recently. It almost happens every morning. Uh, there's like... When I wake, wake up, up. Yeah, and there's a halo hanging above the corner of my girlfriend's... Four-post uh, bed, four yeah. Four-post bed, <laughs> You too? <laughs> yeah. She's, Dude, I, I, I swear it's not mine, but she says that I can use it for the weekend or a one-night stand. I
0: swear to God, I should have understood how to work it out, but once again... <laughs> As predicted, I left my broken heart open
1: and she mm. ripped it out. You can <laughs> never do that. You can never do that with a broken heart. You
0: can never do that. And and there's something so deceiving about when you stop believing and it turns <laughs> me around again, you know? And I yeah. said I wouldn't do it, but you guys <laughs> know that I'm gonna do it again.
1: Yeah, classic Travis.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: There just isn't... uh, It's it's funny, like, a bunch of old people fawn over, like, Nirvana and, like, you know, rock music, but I think Sugar Ray was, like, what we need now. So, like, we have coronavirus. None of the music feels good. Even SoundCloud music's too depressing. Well, well, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Okay, so Nirvana, and, and Kurt
0: Cobain specifically, was, like, the voice of those kids who were like, oh, my parents were together and they got divorced, And Sugar Ray was like the voice of those kids who were like, my parents were never together. I have a single parent and everything's chill. I can do what I want. You know what I mean? Like Nirvana was the voice of angst of having that brief glimpse of a a, a quote unquote normal family.
2: Sugar Ray is like having a big bulging dick that rips through your denim.
0: Yeah, and it's like it it doesn't matter if you have a mom or a dad or like a legal guardian. Like, you're just a fuck machine. Yeah. Yeah. One way, in the eyes of a passerby, I'll look around for another try. totally totally um um i would like to give i would like to give a carrot cleanse update if i could oh you have have you talked about the carrot cleanse i did mention that i was gonna start it um
2: yeah just give a
0: yeah, give a yeah, kind yeah. of like
2: a super size me yeah, yeah yeah on. yeah so so basic- your
1: carrot cleanse update
0: yeah, so I started. Um, I started on a carrot diet, a carrot cleanse. Um, old twisted Tea has been um, eating almost nothing but carrots. For the, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, midway through my second week. Uh, tomorrow will be exactly one and a half weeks of eating nothing but carrots. I did cheat. Over the weekend, um, I had some barbecue. Over the weekend, I cheated. It was my daughter's birthday, and I ate some non-carrots for that. But I gotta tell you guys, you know, on man, this the
2: day of my daughter's birthday.
0: Well, you know what I, you know, if you come to me on the day of my daughter's birthday and offer me something that isn't carrots, I'm gonna eat it. But any other day, you're gonna be sleeping with the the fishes. Um, yeah, it seems but, a little
1: uh, extreme. Hey,
0: you know what, man? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't come to your temple and question your religion. So, don't, so don't. That's, don't that's question just how my... twisted
1: tea brings the fucking pain, dude.
0: That's true. That's true. That's how I. That's how I. That's how I equate myself with God.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I gotta tell you, you know, um, since I've since I've switched to nothing but carrots, I gotta say, um, I've never felt better. I've never felt healthier. um... You know, I don't think I've ever had better fashion sense. Um, my teeth have been easily, like, like, more real feeling than they ever have been in their entire life. Grandpa, Matlock's not
3: real. Neither are my teeth, but I can still eat corn on the cob if someone cuts it off and smushes it into a fine paste. Now that's good eating. Um, can, you
2: feel, can you feel them?
0: Can you have a sense of touch? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, and I feel like each, like, individual ridge of my teeth is, like, its own finger. Like, <laughs> my, te- my teeth have fingers now, I guess is the best way to describe it.
1: Can you feel your teeth tonight? You can go, if you've been
0: eating carrots
1: so just carrots you're talking about just Just carrots carrots. just
0: carrots and you know and you know with all things you have to start with baby steps so Mm. it's only been baby carrots um but but you know i i i'm off to a great start um i've been i've been more hydrated um there's just naturally more water when you eat vegetables you get more water yeah Um, um i've been, I haven't quite been able to see through solid objects yet, but I have um, a 45% accuracy when guessing what is on the other side of a solid object. And that's pretty I'm gonna, good. I'm going to attribute that to the carrots. Sure. Um. um I remember uh, the night before I started the cleanse, I facetimed with my mom. And then um, yesterday, I FaceTimed with my mom, and she's like, you're easily looking 30% more handsome, young man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think it's been nothing but a positive for me, eating these carrots, and I recommend it to everybody.
2: That sounds great. Yeah. My alcohol tolerance is at, like, college levels again. Nice. Nice. I've definitely been drinking a lot more
0: since getting those two weeks off work. I drink yeah. I drink every night again.
2: We just drink and play COD.
0: Fuck yeah we do. We've been playing a lot of COD. Yeah. It's a good game. We're back on that we're back on that uh two K as well, which I am ecstatic about. I'm so happy. Yeah,
2: yeah no, I love gaming. I also download Skyrim, got get all the mods for it. Oh look at you. Yeah. Yeah just uh, gaming. It's something about it.
0: It's it's, a- it's it's been nice to fall back in love with gaming. That has been a a, a pleasant silver lining um, of this whole corona situation for me.
3: Um you
2: know it's gonna be good for your daughters. Like a lot of girls in um the millennial generation like were kinda ostracized from playing video games, but your girls will totally play video games. They already do. Um well yeah. I mean Nori doesn't really yet. Um
0: she mm. like has a fascination with tablets and stuff. Um mm-hmm. but but my oldest, um, you know, she she watches me play video games, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes when I In the rare occasion, I will play them when she's around. Um, And, um, you know, she likes to take the controller and pretend she's playing with me. And, um, you know, certain games I'll just, like, put on and let her, like, play with. Like, I'll put on 2K and just, like, put two teams together and let her just, like, mess around with the controller. They have definitely expressed an interest in it. Um, And I agree. I think that's cool. I think um, something I'm also kind of nervous about is that, like today especially, like, with anything females do, it tends to get, like, sexualized in one way or another, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm looking forward to the day when, you know, people can just do things and not have it be sexualized. And, like, I'm the type of person that will probably sexualize everything, but it's, like, (laughs) chill out a little bit. (laughs) Like, just let people enjoy their stuff. Like, everything doesn't have to be about
2: their gender and their
0: appearance and stuff.
2: Yeah, the thing is, um, like, Twitch is, like, a multi-billion dollar platform, and, like, the biggest consumer is Gen Z. A lot of Gen Z people just sit around and watch streams all day. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, Gen Z's, like, Twitch is huge Oh Gen, Z. Gen Z. Okay, yeah. yeah, Gen Z. Gen Z loves Twitch. Gen Z games hard as fuck, and they always kill you at shooters. Only the reaction time is so good well yeah and like the thing is like we grew up playing video games millennials but like they grew up playing like real video games mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like um what's our a real shooter... video game well no, i'm saying our first shooter was like probably gold absolutely which mm-hmm. the controls for that if you're learning those controls you're it doesn't translate where well, they grew up gr- playing modern shooters i'll tell you, you what have the modern difference controls. is yeah
1: it's one stick versus two sticks that's the difference yeah.
2: Yep. Well they they and they're just more they're more exposed to the actual fast paced shooters that are the norm now where we we are the games we grew up with are more slow paced, like um except for like, you know, there's Super Mario and stuff which is super well, hard. Well I mean but, like
0: yeah. well it's it's I think I think it really does tie to what Marv said. Um and you pair that with the fact that just like first person gaming or just like 360 view gaming in general took yeah. over GoldenEye was really kind of the first game where it you was, had yeah. like a 360 yeah. view like that but it was only with that
2: one stick and it was slow yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't like pinpoint fast movements or right so we it. were we were already in, like, our peak age of gaming.
0: You know, they say, like, the peak age of gaming is from 8 to 18. You know, that's when is your it, reaction well, time Gold, Gold pairs came out when we were like, the best.
2: Gold Knight came out when we were, like, 10 or 11, I think.
0: Yeah, and that's that's when we were at our peak, honestly. It was, yeah, like, 10 or um,
2: It's the same as fighter pilot ages. Like, you um, you peak out, like, professional gamers peak out, like, 26. Like, fighter pilots. And then you start to decline. Well, now,
0: yeah. But yeah. I think that's because... Uh, kids they got introduced to the two stick method before yeah. before they were at their peak they learned on the two stick method where so their dexterity
1: to, is better
2: right
0: as to where well, we kind of learned more on that and one they have twitch stick method so they could watch. make the transition to learn the two the, stick method
2: and they have twitch and youtube so they could watch people play that as well learn that as well like yeah we, we we couldn't watch the best in the world play total no platform for oh, that. if you wanted to, to totally. know
1: how to get through like a hard dungeon in uh, Zelda you would which, look up an way, FAQ. That's yeah. I've been playing that a lot lately and that might You'd be look the up first one that really had a yeah.
2: 360 view. But
1: yeah, if you yeah. Re- if you wanted to fucking figure out how to get through a hard dungeon or whatever, you had to buy a fucking strategy guide
2: yep. or look up an yep. FAQ online. But yep. like you couldn't watch like the best guy in the world play. Like you couldn't watch Nintendo or something. Dude, that's so like,
0: true. Like your 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 gaming experience was totally based on your bubble. Like because I yeah. was like when I first got GoldenEye, like I didn't really have many friends that i was like playing video games with so the only people i were was playing golden knight with was my younger brother who was i think four compared to my (laughs) 10 and then my my grandfather so you know i was kicking the shit out of them and then i played you know kids that were peers and i got my
1: ass whooped
2: they say um so like yeah you ever say king of kong and shit
1: yeah oh that guy that guy's such a fucking yeah. asshole
2: yeah but like yeah. the people who are the best at like um street fighter and like the old school arcade games always lived in big cities because you would go to the arcade and that's where all the best people hung out and you would get better because you're around good people where if you grew up in like the suburbs or something you could only be so good at the game because you weren't exposed to people who knew the exploits and stuff it always Res- bummed you know, that, out was, that we never that was had an arcade Oh, yeah. Arcades are sick. Well now VR the next generation's gonna be VR arcades. Oh my god, that's sick. Yeah. VR is so hey, cool. Have you seen what they're doing in China? And like Japan shit. It's um the, it's like a expansion on the VR arcade, but it's basically a room and the VR is mapped to it. So it's like, you know, like laser tag, but you're in like an environment and the room's modeled to match it, so if you touch a tree there's an object there. And you're Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. So it's like laser tag, but you see an actual combat scenario, and if something's in the environment, it's physically represented within the room. Well, that's that's like,
0: that's basically like the dream scenario, right? Like, that's the dream yeah, scenario. Yeah. That
2: that's that's where everything's going. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's the one frustration I had with like, um, you know, Ryan had that VR setup, and that was my my one frustration How, with yeah. that was that like I would often like, accidentally go to you know swing a sword at someone that I thought was within my zone and I actually wandered outside the zone and I'm now punching a shelf on Ryan's wall (laughs) (laughs) that's that that was always a little frustrating for me and then there there is of course um I don't know if anyone else experienced this but uh, the first couple times I played VR I had like extreme out-of-body experiences after leaving VR especially with driving um
2: have you ever oh one second, let me fix my volume, hold up. Test, 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 test. This is just a test. This recording is just a test. Please have you for
0: a real episode of
2: Midwest Nightmare. Have you ever um have you ever 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 been walking down the street and then a fellow said, Excuse me, Pete, would you like to drink my pee? Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever there we go. Have you ever um have you ever fallen in vr that shit's crazy
0: (laughs) no dog never (laughs) go off
2: Uh, it feels like you're falling in real life and you get real like scared and you get the um you know the pit in your stomach like the falling feeling on a roller coaster yeah you get it
0: yeah no i no that's that's basically what i was saying um before was like i the first time i got into vr and i got acclimated to you know the way you have to move physically in the VR environment transitioning back into you know (laughs) real life after a half an hour in VR you kind of have like weird out of body experiences like I I had multiple times driving home after my first time playing VR where like I felt like I wasn't moving my hands correctly on the steering wheel. And it just like it, it felt like I was moving my body wrong because you have to completely change the way you move in VR. Everything has to be very precise and, and purposeful.
2: There's one game I really want to play. Basically, there's a movie projector in the game. And you can watch movies, and there's guns that actually use the real documentation on the gun so you can learn how to shoot guns and like load guns and take them apart while watching a movie. And you shoot targets. Oh
0: yeah, bowling for Columbine VR.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Training our next generation of school shooters. It's about time.
1: It's about time somebody did. Some of these kids are just lousy shots. I'm
2: telling
0: you. I'm telling Pathetic. you. Pathetic. None of them have been good. Yeah. I mean, those those Columbine fellas really just did not live
1: up to their potential. Yeah, they really shot themselves in the foot and then in the head when the police got
2: How many <laughs> people do they kill? I don't know. And their KD ratio many. is out of control. Well,
0: well they, uh, the whole thing was, was that they uh, they put pipe bombs in a very crowded cafeteria that actually failed to detonate.
3: Um,
1: <laughs> Losers. If,
0: yeah, if if they would have made those correctly, um, and, and the pipe bombs that they set went off, thankfully they didn't. But if they would have gone off, their their death toll would have easily been in the hundreds. They should
2: have called up the Unabomber. Yeah. Yeah. Who also was bad at killing people, but yeah, he, he was really trying.
0: Manson was pretty bad at killing people.
2: Yeah, the Unabomber was actually very good at making bombs and got really good at making bombs. It's just um fucking hard to make mail ready bombs yeah and and you know
1: how ups is though you know yeah (laughs) oh you weren't here you didn't even knock i was here all day dude
2: (laughs) he got really sophisticated with it i like uh, my favorite U bomber fact is uh, the reason he got caught We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, his His brother. Yeah, his prose was so good. Like, he has such identifiable prose because he's an intelligent guy. Yeah, it was
0: just, Um, like, stuff he'd always said and always written.
2: No, he has, like, a distinct writing style, which intelligent people tend to have. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and the the most
0: intelligent people have their own voice.
2: Mm. Yeah. They were actually debating letting him out of prison because he's super old. um, And Corona would definitely kill him and he's been in prison for a really fucking long time.
0: Okay, so so uh like me naturally my my stance and opinion on it is he absolutely should be released from prison. Um I don't yeah. I don't I don't I don't think he I definitely don't think he deserves to be in the prison that he's in. He's in that like supermax security prison in Colorado like where we put like the worst of the worst. I don't really think he deserves to be there personally. Um But, you know, that is what it is Um, from if I will put play devil's advocate and uh, allow myself to acquire the taste of boot, I would argue that uh, what he did is a crime that could be done at any time from any age. And I think he's probably just as capable of continuing to do what he did.
2: If he if he hated industrial society, before, I'm sure he hates it even more now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like from 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 one from my my real personal opinion is is he should be released and he's not there's a threat but uh, there's a
2: good documentary about him on Netflix like he um so his cabin uh was by a there's this big logging baron who lived by him and this logging baron was always making noise and also like Ted Kaczynski's whole thing was he loved nature and hated that technology and industry was destroying nature. Right. So he went and, like, jammed and destroyed the logger and ruined the inside of the machine, cost this guy, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars. They never knew who did it. But when Ted got caught, he was like, I think Ted wrote about his journal. He's like, yeah, I'm going to jam this guy's logging machine because he's destroying the beautiful forest that I chose to live in to get away from this kind of stuff.
0: I mean, like... (laughs) Ted Kaczynski held, like, the most extreme viewpoints that I would uh, agree with, like, under certain
2: circumstances. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a wild take. No, I'm not an anprim, but, like, he was... His dedication to environmentalism is definitely... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely right about, like, um, how fast we would destroy nature and stuff. And, like, and it's fucked
0: up, but he was also right... In about how he was trying to solve it <laughs> you know like if you really want to save nature you need to kill humans like that's just that's the way it is like look at look at look at what's happening with uh, us being quarantined and well, not yeah, going out as I, much I, like carbon carbon emissions are down like 45% he said,
2: he said if he was out like he said his modern targets would be Silicon Valley people like if he hell yes active today. you know
0: you know what uh, would, now, now hearing that, that I'm gonna double down on letting him out of prison
1: yeah you yeah. <laughs> know in fact, in fact, new Midwest nightmare goal. Uh if we get to two hundred dollars a month, then we're going to petition the government to release Ted Kaczynski.
2: He went to he got his master's in Michigan. He's a Midwestern. He's he went a, he went
1: he was from Lansing. He he lived where you
0: lived.
2: Yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah, he got his um he got his doctorate in everything by the time he was like twenty two. He's very uh, he Damn, he got his, his doctorate, doctorate in everything? <laughs> Damn! Whoa, dude. <laughs> do you know he was part of the MK Ultra experiment? Yes,
0: yes, I did know that. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was a big fuck up by the government. Do you, oh, by speaking of government weird shit, do you see UFO footage the government released? No shit, yeah.
1: give me that, give me that sweet, sweet UFO footage.
2: Did you see it? No. Yeah. no. yeah. Uh, Marv, all we're talking about, look it up. The basically, the New York Times released this UFO footage. Um like a year ago because it was leaked and the government got in front of it and they released it. Well they you know they saw they knew people saw it so they released it and they said yeah it's not a defied flying. Out. Well what I
0: what I like what I like about it is that they released the um audio along with the video footage. Yeah. They released the they released the communication between the pilots of the aircraft and ground control. Shit. And, and they're talk
2: about how fast it's moving and turning and shit. Yeah,
0: and I think I think what I like about it is that it definitely um, <coughs> it's a uh, it's it's an unidentifiable object. It was definitely alarming to the pilots. Like you could hear it in the tone of voice and, and the way they were people, questioning yeah. what was going on. And these There's are a a whole highly fle- trained people. I, I'm There's watching it right now. There. There's a
1: whole fleet of them. Yeah. My gosh. But
0: but but. But also, like, you know, like, there's a reason that we say UFO and not...
2: You don't know it's an alien. Alien aircraft.
0: Like, I I, I acknowledge fully that in an ever-expanding universe where there are more stars than there are grains of sand, that we cannot be the only intelligent life. However, I really don't think that if there was another intelligent life out there and they were in, they were capable of interdimensional space travel required to visit us.
3: Oh, I don't really think,
0: yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't risk being seen by us well, and they have no even, reason to visit us. Well, we well, have not nothing to offer.
1: Not even that you're talking about, uh, for me, it goes hand in hand. The two of these both, of course, the first thing you said about, uh, the universe being so vast. And, um, secondly, the whole, like the fact that the universe is that vast to me says that like oh just the probability of them ever reaching us is just so you know out of the realm of possibility
2: I mean uh, but the thing is like uh, faster light travel like if you give us enough time it's definitely like there's nothing in physics prohibiting it you know? I mean like you could definitely do it it's hard and it requires a ton of energy but you could you could, tra- you could traverse great distances you could even even if you go near light with good stasis methods, you could get anywhere you want to. Um, but yeah, you know,
0: other thing is, if, you, if, you guys ever, if, uh, you guys ever think about how uh, aliens are just
2: God's side projects, man? <laughs>
3: no,
2: but uh, legitimately, if someone, if someone's that advanced, they have no reason to be hiding.
0: No, I, because, I, agree, uh, I agree, I agree,
2: I uh, agree. It could be. I mean. So one thing they could send out drones, automated drones survey planets. I think. Planet, I which think would,
0: yeah. I think that's honestly the most likely thing we are seeing is some form of high tech drone. Like whether or not mm-hmm. it's alien, I believe. Like the most likely thing is that another country has exceeded our military capacity and has developed a higher sp- higher speed, um, just faster drone that we yeah. have not recognized. Yet, I'll
1: today. I'll disagree with you on the grounds that it's another country that produced it. I think it's fully That's entirely possible too. Yeah, because I mean like look the the Blackbird and the Nighthawk, those were both like mm-hmm. highly secret projects. So this is probably Fair some point. shit that'll be like you know, in the skies. you know, within like the next five or six years, you know, but they the always o- got to so test this. Shit the, only,
0: the only thing that makes me believe that it's not us is that uh, if you look at the current administration, um, yeah. they would totally be tooting their own horn about look at our drones. Our drones are the yeah. best. We have well, the best
1: drones. You know, here's so the, the thing that of- I think is that is that they just wouldn't tell Trump about it because they know that he would blab about it. So the the reason they
2: released this video, though, is they're trying to make it easier for um, people in the Air Force to report unidentified flying objects because there used to be a stigma about it because people think you're crazy yeah, or you'd get blacklisted or you'd get fired. But now they're just like, please report that. Well, because
0: because... somewhere along the way, UFOs became synonymous with aliens, and that's not the case. Like right. there's nothing. Well, no, but there's it doesn't. Con- mean it's
2: not the case either. But yeah, right. I
0: mean, well, yeah. It doesn't um, mean it's not. I'm not saying it's not a possibility. I'm just saying it doesn't necessarily mean you're going. Oh shit! I saw fucking aliens, bro. So, so if well,
2: you're I'll going tell the you alien what to- angle, so if you're going the a- alien angle, you know the um, uh, f- the Fermi paradox about like okay, like the odds of there being intelligent life is like even if you like set all the variables to like really low, is insanely high. Like. Have you ever, you ever heard the um oh, what's the equation um, one sec I'm, I'm gonna break our little real quick so there's this equation it is called the Drake equation right um, so, uh, Drake <laughs> I'll tell you the Drake Hell
0: equation yeah. right now I'll the, tell you the Drake equation yeah, right yeah. now Get
2: any number under eighteen
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But the Drake Equation. Last
0: like, name it, greatest, uh, first name
2: ever. The Drake Equation, like you do the average rate of star formation, you do the fraction of stars that can have planets, fraction of those planets that can have life, intelligent life, and even if you set every variable really low, just based on how many stars and galaxies there are, there's basically guaranteed to be life. But the thing is, as soon as a univ- like a uh, a solar system gets like as soon as a planet gets smart enough. To like actually colonize other planets, what would be the first thing you do? Uh, so, what humans would do, or anyone would do? Make do a Drake like, album. No, like the legitimately first thing you do. We've been cataloging livable planets with telescopes for a long time, right? Right. First thing you would do is you would send manless drones to all of them, and send back data. That's what you would do. Mm-hmm. As soon as you develop fast travel, we're are, we're already back. doing
0: that. We're already doing that. They're just not yeah, drones well, yet; they're rovers.
2: Yeah, but those are slow. I'm saying as soon as you develop very fast travel, you'd send manless ships that send data back, like, in pictures, and you would send it to a planet so you can have it. And then you'd send a man mission, just like you do with Mars, just like you do with That's
0: interesting. I wonder, so, uh, well, uh, quick quick aside, why do you think we haven't started sending drones in deep spacecraft? Like, so you know how we send Mars rovers and things like that, and those are yeah. remotely controlled ground vehicles, Well, I guess the main reason is we would have to set up, like, a satellite link the whole way. Right, or, yeah. or or have a satellite powerful enough to transmit from within you our need, orbit to you Mars. You need
2: technology we don't have yet. You need like light sails, and we need to be able to like self-direct. Yeah. Well, there's we... only there's
0: only literally one thing keeping us from having manned spacecraft that far, and that's generating artificial gravity. That's literally the only thing we have to do. If we can if we can generate gravity outside of uh, a planet, like if we can have a a spaceship or some kind of craft that could generate its own gravitational pull, similar to that of the Earth, we could send uh, manned missions anywhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, it would take forever. It though. would take for it would
0: take a long ass time, but that is that is literally the main obstacle keeping us from sending people that far and back. If but anyways, we,
2: but so yeah, so continue. Back, back so you would send you would send things to survey and send data back because you wouldn't want to just send humans. To like, to a planet that may not harbor life. Of course, Which yeah. Which is, like, the, so like, if you're going to have UFOs, they'd be these unmanned things that were taking pictures of your planet. And, like, if, that's, if we were seeing an alien spaceship, it would be probably be an unmanned spaceship that was just, like, hovering on the surface to take pictures and see if our planet could harbor life for their species. And then move on, Yeah, So that, I'm um, so if you did see a UFO, it wouldn't have aliens in it. It would just be some kind of...
0: Interesting stuff. Quite interesting stuff. And we're going to take a quick cut now, Midwest Nightmare in the Morning, to Marv with the weather report. Marv, what's on the forecast out there?
1: Well, we got a lot of interesting things in the forecast. Tomorrow it looks like it's going to rain, but the next day it looks like it might not rain. So uh, if you take a look at the weather map here, which you can all see on the podcast... You know, it looks like we got a couple clouds coming in now. Are those going to have rain or snow? Well, let's take a look at the isometric map, and it looks like it's going to be rain for the next five days. You can tell by the critical thickness line there in the middle, and critical thickness is what they used to call me until my penis got chopped off in a lawn mowing accident that I really would rather not talk about. So that's going to be your weather for the next two days. Uh, Let's send it back to the studio and Travis in the studio. Really
0: great. Can't believe you went to eight years of school for that. Anyway, we're sitting here with renowned astrophysicist, Mitch Sukan, talking about deep space. Quite frankly, I was not paying attention, but it's the mornings. I'm gonna get another glass of wine, we're gonna have ourselves a good old time. Yeah, so Anyway
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, deep, deep Space. Another fun fact about deep space is based on the age of the universe. Deep space. We could be among the first intelligent species. Uh, we could actually, there, it is plausible we could be the most advanced species in the whole universe. <laughs> no, I mean, based on the age of it and based on how long ago heavy metals showed up, we could actually be the most advanced. We're, we're pretty young. Like, humans happen pretty early in the universe in terms of when things could start developing. Well, that we know of. I mean, like, uh, no. I'm just saying, like, there's like scientists have said that it's possible that we're among the like more developed, um, more developed species. If there are other, like, no.
1: So, what are Are you you saying? Species uh, generally, or are you saying carbon-based life forms specifically? Because they found arsenic-based shit on hmm. meteorites lately.
2: No, I'm just saying we like there's a good chance that if there is life out there, we are not that far behind them, or we're among the leaders of the pack. Like, that, that, yeah,
0: I, I mean that that kind of, I mean, it, it's hard to say for sure, but that like, that would inte- make sense, right? Like, like we we explore our universe, we have a pretty yeah. good idea of our universe. Like
2: the general, the general thought is that intelligent life is pretty rare to develop, and it takes a really long time. And humans the the like rate at which humans became intelligent was really fast and that's and true also,
0: that's true and yeah. we and it's like we just said we're we're only like really one or two big steps away from being able to send manned space flights to other yeah, parts exactly. of the universe
2: like it's like, it's that's, like that's that's
0: believable
2: it's just people always think of aliens these super advanced species, but there is a good chance that, like, we are that. We are the aliens. We are the super advanced species. And there species out there that just aren't as intelligent as us, which would explain why we're not hearing radio waves or anything yeah. when we look into the universe, even though it's so big and there's so many habitable planets. Like, we could just be ahead of everyone because we developed really fast. And in terms of, like, the grand scheme of the universe, Earth, like, developed at a really good time and really early. I think, uh, I think what
0: probably the most likely thing is with other intelligent life is that we would be more likely to actually go out and discover something first. But I think any alien life, while far more primitive than ours, will probably be, like, way more physically dominant than us. Like, if we ever encounter something They'd else... They'd have to have
2: higher gravity than us or develop from something in a more ferocious environment. That's what I'm Earth? saying. Like
0: Goku. Yeah yeah well i'm just i'm just going like i'm thinking like my mind always goes to when i think of like deep space i go to like and this is this isn't based on any science this is entirely media based but i go to like sci-fi horror and i think of shit like alien and stuff like that and i think that that's probably the most likely thing because anything else out there that we would discover before it discovered us would probably more be more primitive than us. And just in general, if you look at like our history, if you go back in our history, when we more we were more primitive, things were way more savage. It relied way more on like brute force and physical strength as opposed to innovation and things like that for day to day survival. Yeah.
2: It just kind of turns out though, if you think of the fact that like okay, what if humans the first ones to go out. And where are the aliens, you know, because like, that, that is like a totally plausible scenario. And I in, think... terms of like, in terms of anecdotal evidence, we haven't seen evidence that there's intelligent life out there, but we know we can generate radio waves. And we know if you just pointed a radio satellite at our planet or our area, you'd hear our radio waves. But when we point out everywhere else, we don't see stuff. It, so there's that whole paradox going on, and it could be because we're just... Oh. Ahead of everyone. Well we're for so-
0: hu- for humanity that would be the best case scenario. Well, I mean I'm really thinking. really yeah. what are what are we good at as, as a species? We have been good at Explo- going out and yeah. exploiting and conquering, you know. Yeah. So if we're the first out there then bully for us because then we have a jump on everybody else and we're already good at that shit, you know? Yeah. We'll just take colonialism to a uh intergalactic level.
2: That's probably what's gonna happen with our species. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Wow. Um, I, I think we're going to use up earth But I do think that we're probably going to I don't think we're going to be bound here forever I, I, No, for sure not I
0: think I think the stupidest thing we're doing um, as a, a, as like a race <laughs> is not putting more money into just discovering how to survive in space and keep keep it going in well, space. Well, the thing
2: is, like, we we should also be trying to not destroy our own planet. Well, like, we should, yeah, but we're we're well important. we're
0: well we're well beyond that fucking point. Let's be real. Yeah, no, Let's it's, be it's real. Unsafe.
2: Yeah, and there's it's not one or the other. You can invest in if you didn't, you can invest in really good space travel and not at the same time yeah you can uh, right but we're kind of we're, we're kind of we're kinda past of, the critical
1: point instead of investing all of the tax money in ufos like we mentioned earlier we could invest it in you know, green programs and actual spaceships
0: Man, that's the yeah. fucking that's the platform Trump ran on. He wanted to stop investing all American money into UFOs and start <laughs> putting it back into segregation folks, and making America great again. Folks,
1: we don't know if we even know if they're real. We don't know if they're real, folks. You're hearing
0: it less and less. Yeah. I don't even know what an Ufo is, folks. I don't even know. I know how to play Uno. Love the game Uno. Never heard
1: of Ufo. David Icke has heard tried to call it. me. Whitley Streber has tried to call me. What kind of... Whitley, what kind of name is that? What kind of name is that?
0: HP Lovecraft, folks? More like HP. I hate his craft.
1: Uh, PP Lovecraft. That's More like... More like
0: H. P. Harry Potter and the craft.
1: How about this Hewlett Packard Lovecraft? I like that one. Yeah,
0: I like that one better. J. K. Rowling's a class traitor. Lol. J. K. Rowling in the bad way. In the bad way.
1: Yeah. J. K. Rowling is okay. J. K. Rowling is the Wario to K. A. Applegate's Mario.
2: You know what sucks about J. K. Rowling too? Everything. She's a well no she's a fucking good writer she actually yeah, is no, she like, yeah well dude, yeah not I don't like know. dude how are you gonna no, take no, the only asian the character thing.
1: and name her cho chang yeah. get the fuck out of here
2: they're fucking well written <laughs> very entertaining books like, yeah um, no
0: harry harry potter was like the harry potter series was the perfect teenage novel it, 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 it just was it She's just a, was. She,
2: it's great. Like it's a great story. They I, they
0: is, they yeah. took they took a character and they put him in a low place while at the same time giving him reasons to have like and a, a massive Lord, head. The
2: whole, the whole universe is great. I, yeah. I, and like I think people like hate her a lot on Twitter and like hate Harry Potter because Libs talks a lot. But you think you well, gotta, here's the gotta, thing.
0: Here's the thing. Her her universe. Story. Her universe. There are a lot of plot loopholes, though. There's her universe. A her, no, I mean, a ton. Of, a ton of plot holes. A ton of plot holes. And her universe was great until she started uh, retroactively adding canon to her shit just yes. by like talking. If even she Stephen- would have just left well enough alone, it would it, it would not have been an all-time great, I think, based on its literary worth, but it was a cultural phenomenon, and that is undeniable. And it see, I mean, it, it, it was King entertaining. Like, but dude, like see, she yeah, doesn't Stephen she King's doesn't so hold it. She doesn't hold a candle to like actual fantasy writers. She does not. No,
2: no. But um, even Stephen, Stephen King was like that's like those are like it's like a benchmark book. She told a story that like it just, like, it's fun. It's really good. And that's yeah. hard to do. It's hard to, it's hard to, I mean, like, people love the Sharon. I, I mean, she sucks as a person, but, like, it feels Shannon Harry Power too. But, like, it really is, like, a landmark story. It's, like, it's good.
0: But it she is, took what? Like, she took, yeah. she took, it was, what, seven book, eight book series, something like yeah. that? That's, that's hard to do. That's hard to do. And to tie yeah. it together and to keep it popular the entire time, like, fuck, dude, yeah. do you even remember, um... I think the only other book I remember growing up that came almost as close to Harry Potter... Do you remember the Aragon series or the Aragorn series? Yeah. I
2: used
0: to read those. I remember the first book was... I I loved it a lot. I I thought the first first book book, was great. The second book was also really good. And then by the time it got to the third book, it was just like just blatantly ripping off token. Like it, it had <laughs> no distinction. It had no distinction between token and anything else. It was just token with dragons basically. And uh, what do you mean? token with
1: dragons. There were plenty of dragons in Lord of the Rings. There
0: was one. There wasn't any dragons
1: in Lord of the Rings. There was one in The Hobbit. Oh yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Fine. Well, a very important fucking character in The Hobbit.
0: Yeah. He had. He had. He had Smog in The Hobbit. But like the way he, the way he was using dragons was the way that was like someone who read Tolkien and then was like, oh, and then what if like <laughs> you could ride them? Like there were knights that had mind links with the dragons, and then like that was the only thing they added to Tolkien's universe, basically, by the time the third book rolled around.
2: So Stephen King's quote um, on J.K. Rowling, he said, uh, this is after Twilight came out, he's like, the real difference, like, he's talking about how popular Twilight was, but, like, it never reached like Harry Potter levels. He's like, well, the real difference is J.K. Rowling at the end of the day is a terrific writer, and Stephanie Meyer can't write worth a damn. She's not very good.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. He's,
2: yeah. he's like, you know, he, like Stephen King's argument like, Ninety nine percent of writing is like being engaging, being entertaining, and Harry Potter it hassles in spades. Well
0: it's because Harry like, Potter has a, a call to adventure and there's conflict and there's there's character the development. Great, it's it's memorable. it's it's a story, yeah. it's not it it's 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 an adventure story, it's not a yeah. love story, and Twilight is a very shallow love story. Yeah hidden behind you know the mythological cur-
1: curtain of vampires tell you and what, werewolves I'll tell you what I, I will I think- say about about Harry Potter is that Neville's character arc is really is really good
2: she has yeah. really good characters yeah I think uh, and I, I think, think all that, the
1: character arcs are pretty great
0: yeah, in, in the they, books. I think
2: that, I think how she made Harry Potter kind of like never reach his full potential is also really cool because like it's not like every adventure story the main character becomes kind of like really awesome but Harry Potter is never great in anything like Hermione kind of carries a lot. Um, Harry, actual
0: Harry just has... Uh, Harry has, like, the... He has me? super mm. plot armor. Yeah. Harry, Harry has, like, the most excusable plot armor of all time. She does... He, like, she's, she's probably she been the best out of she any author go. at disguising a character's plot armor. Because... Yeah there's a ton of times when harry should have been beaten should have died should have lost not, oh, yeah. and not then the she's, she's just now. been able to explain it away later on yeah. with some uh, really good writing honestly yeah. the, but, way, the way the way the way um the way they tied harry's curse and kind of his like he had like that link with voldemort because of you know the curse but but then also like he had the protection because of his mother's love like that was some really creative writing for a teenage novel
2: yeah but she doesn't um she doesn't aragorn him she doesn't um goku him like no yeah yeah he's an average student he's not like particularly handsome he never gets like really good magic he um he kind of sucks ass and like the his fate is what carries him, like, the fact that he has, like, all these people behind him, and has, like, the, the curse and stuff, where, like, Hermione becomes like a phenomenal wizard, and well, even Ron becomes, like, really good at stuff like, Her- Harry's, like, kind of middling what I think I think what
0: I don't like is that, like, he's like this, like wizard god like, just, like, he has all these accidental powers, and it, like the whole time it hints at, like you're a right, yeah you're like that well that's like the whole theme it's like you're a great wizard like you just don't know it and that's that's what sucks right that's what that's (laughs) what sucks you in is that like oh like that's like yeah and like and that's what you relate to like that's what i related to is that like well like i don't really think i'm that good at stuff but maybe i actually am like really great at something and then like by the end of the series he becomes a cop
1: Right, yeah, there's and that, that and her, also her like, her and also like because things, because Ron her and Hermione pull so much right of right. the weight, yeah. what it turns out is that the real magic is friendship all along, who would have yeah. guessed? Yeah. Which I, is I, which
0: I, is what the it's kind of an anticlimactic to what she was building up to because the whole thing it was like, oh yeah, there's all this ancient magic tying you to Voldemort and like like He's you are, part you're part Voldemort's of him, like his yeah. soul lives in you. And then like, I guess what it turns out is Harry wasn't a great wizard. What made him great was that part of the greatest wizard of all time was living in him. And just yeah. the greatest wizard of all time also happened to be Hitler. Whoops.
2: Yeah. <laughs> him and Dumbledore were like equal, I think. But like it's weird because like her story like did have like themes that wouldn't make you. Th- but th- even th-
0: Dumbledore kind of sucked.
2: Yeah, you'd think you wouldn't like from bringing you would think she was basically okay. Beautiful. So she so right, she sucks, though, right right,
0: right off right off the bat, everything Dumbledore did made no sense. Like oh. I started this secret resistance to the, the fascist wizard regime Hashtag that was starting. And, 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 and this child's parents were some of my best friends, some of my pupils I taught them, and, and they gave their lives fighting the dark wizard, and, and their son vanquished him. He's gone. He has saved us. I will send him to live with his abusive simpleton relatives. <laughs> right! <laughs>
1: He right, will live. My...
0: He will live in a cupboard under the stairs, and that infant will learn humility.
1: So that okay Until he talks to a snake one. day. That's one of the big ones. That's one of the big ones for me. There's there's that factor. There's why are there poor wizards when people have spells he, and charms to make easily... money infinitely? Why didn't? Uh, why couldn't they just have used the time turner to fucking kill Voldemort? Okay, in Okay, no
0: simplest solution. Simplest solution they let everything play out the same and then they just let Hagrid raise Harry in Hogwarts. Yeah. Then you know what? Harry's hanging out with teachers all the time and learning magic from the time he's super young and not only that, his father figure is someone who keeps him humble while fucking builds his self-esteem and is like a caring person and a nurturing person. But,
1: but, But nope,
0: we're gonna send him to live with his contract her uncle and his fucking bitch <laughs> wife.
1: Dog shit. Absolute dog shit.
0: Dumbledore
1: sucked. S- sucked. Dursley works at a fucking like Fiat dealership or some shit. Like
0: no, he's he's a concrete uh sale. He's a concrete drill salesman. Really? Bro, don't uh, even don't even that. come at me on this Harry Potter now. No, I read like, my yeah, books. Yeah, I haven't read it in a long time. And
2: I think um something that would have been a lot of people would have enjoyed is if she expanded on like the the actual wizard world like yeah it's a school but like how's the economy work like what's going on? right like, like oh, she hey, she could
0: have she could have done so much cool shit and she and instead is she just like did like the most like bland shit ever like oh by the way Dumbledore was gay like cool cool <laughs> Cool. You could have just like written that in there and I would have been just as cool with it. Like, why, do, like, what's yeah, going gay on gay with Diagon Alley? Like, <laughs> like, I think it's, assu- I think it's assumed that with oh, her, so not, you could just not play. only, not only, not only that, um, very obviously anti-Semitic with, uh, the, the, the wizard bank, bank yeah, and the, the goblin goblins. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, racist to Asians. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was only those,
0: there, those okay, pointy now, on, nose, hook fingered goblins right. that controlled the nation's wealth.
1: <laughs> there, but there, there was a guy, right. There's, I mean, rather the UK, right. You're having, you're telling me there's a wizard school in the UK and there's only two Indian kids at it, and their sisters? Get the fuck out of here with that oh, no, shit. Oh, no, no, no. She
2: drew a map. She drew a map of uh, where the schools are. Yeah. Right? It's in, like, Scotland um, or something. No, no, I'm saying there's, a, there's like, uh, a, there's multiple schools in Europe. There's multiple in America. Um, but the thing is, like, Japan has one, because Japan's an imperialist country. Um, Japan's paid their dues. Japan's white. <laughs> but in all of, like, m- like actual, like, mainland asia one school that's you know insane.
0: what i want to I do a segment real quick we're gonna do top five historical events that we want to hear jk rowling explain number five the nuclear oh. blasts in hiroshima and nagasaki how do you oh, think the, jk rowling the, explains those the rape of neijing Nij- too Nanking. Wow. Nanjing. This <laughs> motherfucker said <laughs> <Mei-zing. laughs> And we're. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, okay. Uh, All right, my so an- my ancestors you? are laughing even harder than I am. Yeah, yeah, I bet they
1: are. <laughs> your, your poor ancestors, man.
0: Uh,
1: oh, God. We brought shame were, on them.
0: They were really misconstrued in that whole situation.
2: Yeah, I bet. It was an accident. <laughs>
0: You know, if we go back and really get their side of the story, I think you're going to see things were kind of blown out of proportion.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, it was kind
1: of you, try- you
0: put one baby on one bayonet, and everybody loses
2: their mind. we were trying to find out White Castle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh
1: yeah, baby, that's the stuff. Um, uh, how would she explain away Hiroshima and Nagasaki? How would she? Right, like, like how does she? How would she justify too, that?
2: Same way history classes do. They'd say it was necessary. Japan would have never surrendered and we wouldn't have won. How does she explain the Holocaust?
1: Um, I mean look no, the I goblins don't. really you know she wouldn't try and, she would she's, she wouldn't try to explain that one <laughs> the goblins had too much political I know, power I know I you know I know I, know, I know
0: how she would have explained it she would have explained it like this <gasps> Adolf Hitler was the Voldemort of Muggles and Thomas Riddle was a youth in 1939 and traveled to Germany and put an enchantment spell on the entire population of Germany and convince them to follow Adolf Hitler. Just so you guys know, that's a spot on J.K. Rowling. That sounds spot exactly on. how do you do that? I did. I just I I honestly I uh, just let the character speak I just kind of like zone out it would have out. also so been cool if um,
2: if if Voldemort was Hitler it would have been cool if like Hitler he was kind of perplexing in the fact that he was like a militant vegetarian and didn't like no <laughs> torturing of animals like Hitler had things that he was like like he was pretty like morally, good. yeah like he was good yeah no Hitler. I'm not yeah he was good like, on some stuff he, like, this just when in. You're Mitch from
1: Midwest Nightmare says Hitler is good
2: no, I mean, when you're evil, you're not just, like... Listen, um, see, listen, no Hitler, Hitler a wasn't a
0: Hitler about everything, okay? Yeah,
2: no, just, I mean, like, <laughs> it, literally, like, is too much of a bad guy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, the worst people in history, like, actually, like, do have things that they care about and, like, are... Like, there's things that they, like, have moral convictions on that aren't just, like, I must do evil, You know, I mean, like became like a little one dimensional. Well, well, I mean, like Hitler,
0: I mean, even if he didn't do good shit, you could argue that he cared about everything like he didn't do anything good for any Jewish person. But you could argue that he cared about Jewish people. If you you know, you know, well, he like, cared
2: about removing, yeah, yeah for, a, <laughs> yeah, certain, for yeah. a
1: certain value of care,
2: sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, Voldemort cared a lot too. I'm just saying like, um, he yeah. Oh like, yeah. He, he became too one dimensionally evil. Like you, you should have had things like, oh, you know, Voldemort might want to like eliminate all. Marvel I mean,
0: Voldemort, like- Voldemort, Voldemort was basically doing what Hitler would have done if magic was real. Right. Like Hitler was exploring a cold shit and trying to like tap into that, but mm-hmm. he just like yeah. couldn't because you know, none of it's real. <laughs> so, like, Voldemort was doing the same shit. He split his soul into seven species, pieces. Spoiler alert. Reese's Pieces. And, uh, you know, ultimately he was vanquished because E.T.
2: ate him. Yeah. I, just, I think he started out more complex and, like, towards the end, a story who was just, like, a pure bad guy. And it would have been cool if Voldemort had more depth at the end. That was another thing I didn't like about the story.
0: Well, he was he was complex as, you know... As Harry was discovering him, because Harry was learning more about his past, Harry really only actually encountered Voldemort Voldemort one time before he came back. Every other time, like in the Chamber of Secrets, it was all about learning about when Voldemort was at Hogwarts.
2: Yeah, his pet backstory is complex.
0: And like, and like, it was a lot of it was like learning about how there were similarities between him and Harry. And like, if Harry wasn't careful, Harry could end up the same person.
2: I w- Harry turned out to be a bitch. Maybe she fallen in Tom's. Well, with well, I he think should've. I think
0: the thing. Well, no, the thing was was that like Voldemort became like just a straight up villain by the end because when he came back, when he came back, it was because of the Horcruxes, right? And it was because oh, so he, he was like, didn't have a he was splitting really. his soul into oh. different pieces. And the whole thing was when you split your soul into that many pieces, is it even really a soul anymore? Are you even human anymore? Which is why yeah, his
1: appearance was so distorted. It
0: really, it was, really was good writing.
1: So, what was the first one that uh, each of you read? Uh, my first one was *The Prisoner of Azkaban*. Same, same, brother. Yeah, yeah I,
0: start, I, I got I that one from me. a book fair in, in uh, fourth grade. I
2: think honestly, I think honestly, same yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, st- I started on the first one. Okay, I,
0: nice. I, I remember um, I was enamored. it Did was, you start It was the beginning first beginning ever um, hardcover book I had gotten. Um, What's it like starring midway through though? well it was the third book so it was still it was still touching on like the initial themes a lot so like the initial themes are like did you you start loneliness loneliness and youth and like not like 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 trying to find like father figures and stuff i think that was something i identified a lot i think which is why the third book serious black character i think that's why the third book hooked me in because that was the first book that introduced um Serious, and he was was about to adopt him and he was like going to have like a, a a father figure and then it was taken away from him. That was, that was something I identified a lot because I
1: feel like Azkaban might be the best of the series or at the very least, it's the very, it's the very best to actually draw you into the series.
0: I think, I think it's the, it blends the combination of the, the like, there's still a childlike sense of it in the first two darker. books yeah like it there's there's still like very much young children in the first two and third book really and and the fourth book just goes straight dark like that's when everything goes bad that's the start well, of everything going dark that's true, like the start of trouble but the it start, start to
1: take the turn in the third it does book in the, the third that's the what, what i'm saying right? the like. third
0: the third is like the blend of like okay like there's still children and everything's kind of light and whimsical but then they're throwing like some very heavy themes on you like death is way more present than it was in the yeah. first two um the dementors are extremely dark characters
1: that fucked even, me up those are those even even
0: Sir, even sirius black up until like the last three paid or three chapters excuse me of the book he's a terrifying character yeah. like you you you're led to believe he's like this deranged mass murderer up until like the last three chapters of the book when they do that reveal then then oh no, it's actually Peter Pettigrew still alive, and Sirius was loyal to Harry's parents up until the end. Yep, Peter like Pettigrew,
1: ta- the original rat bastard. The original Peter
0: pedophile Grew oh sleeping God. in that sleeping in that bed with we're, Ron we're Weasley. The, we're
2: the only podcast um, brave enough to phrase Harry Potter Aunt Merit. So <laughs>
0: that's true. You know, everyone wants to shit on Harry Potter, but I feel like it deserves recognition at least. Like you have to separate what J.K. Rowling has said and done after the fact and... You know, and and try and ignore the fact that she Stephen was, King was a cokehead
2: who tried to hit. Yeah, she
0: was a uh, yeah, <laughs> and and also ignore the fact that she was collecting uh, social security while living with a uh, wealthy relative and not having okay. to pay it. Yeah, not having to. Damn, pay. Damn, I didn't know
1: that part. Oh yeah, Holy shit. yeah. The,
0: the whole thing, the whole thing with Harry Potter was she was a single mother mm-hmm. who who wrote it on napkins in a coffee shop, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what they failed to That's mention is real. that yeah, well, it's true, but she was living with a wealthy relative the entire time. Yeah.
2: I mean, writing a novel is a huge time sink, and unless you're focused on it wholeheartedly, it's yeah. really hard to do. Yeah, to. I'm not. I don't blame. And, uh, no, yeah, no, 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 I take. Are, you need that level of, writers, of support
0: to write a novel. But I'm saying write, she shouldn't. A lot of
2: writers have financial support. Like we couldn't become writers. With our no, writers. I
0: agree. I'm not shitting on her for getting it. I'm no, no, shitting no, I'm, on her. I, I'm shitting on her for going. Oh, uh,
2: right, have presenting her herself
0: characters. with a hard
1: scrabble yeah. story. Right. Yeah.
2: No, a lot of writers are privileged, but they lie about it.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus.
0: I think Um, I think a lot of successful artists are probably more privileged than they're willing to admit. Yes.
2: You need a lot of time. You need a lot of time to become a successful artist. And most people don't have the runway. You you need a lot of time
0: and freedom that comes with um, having a youth that's extended by parental wealth and privilege.
2: Everyone wants to be Van Gogh. Yeah. uh, Like someone who actually was a starving artist. But like no one's Van Gogh. A lot of people have runways.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think all rich people want to be Van Gogh, but, like, any yeah. any anyone who came from where, like, me or you came from... You know who did from, want to be Van
2: Gogh? Van, Van Gogh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: there's, there's a reason he wasn't successful until after he killed himself, and, like, all his peers even shit on him all the time. Like, he was the weirdest, most uncomfortable motherfucker to be around of all time.
2: He fucking ate paint and smoked, like, the 100 cigarettes a day.
0: And cut his ear off and married it to... and mailed it to a girl.
2: They met in a coffee shop, yeah.
0: Because he loved her.
3: Yeah.
2: A, fun Van Gogh, a funny Van Gogh quote, well, not funny, but like Van Gogh said like, um, he's like, you know, like it's like, oh, when you're productive, your stuff's so good. And he was like, well, like, yeah, I'm insanely productive, like to the point where it like my hands bleed for like two months, but then I'm depressed the rest of the year. He was manic depressive. so like he was either constantly working or not working at all. And he hated it, but like everyone's like, oh, I wish I could have the output of him, you know.
0: So uh, I got a I got a question for you guys. Um, so you know, Van Gogh famously cut off his ear and married it or uh, mailed it yeah, to that girl right. he okay. met in, yeah. met in the coffee shop.
1: Okay, I like where this and, is going.
0: Uh, didn't didn't work out for him in uh, this timeline, but let's say that it did work out for him, and she was into it, and she went back to Van Gogh and was able to successfully reattach his ear to the point where it had functionality and then they fell in love and had a very happy and long marriage how do you think that would have played out
1: i think we would have van gogh's direct descendants they'd be living in the us they would be, be felt some shitty sh- like like uh, elder or yeah older gen z who's like you know going to like fucking tisch or the new school or nyu or one of those one bullshit places in then. new york yeah. And, uh, okay. <laughs> but they wouldn't actually be artists. They would just use their last name to get everywhere. Like they have their whole life and they wouldn't actually ever make anything, but they would mm-hmm. have like, you know, but they would be in all the cool artist parties and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mitch, how do you think it would have played out?
2: Yeah. I don't think he'd ever have like, I, I don't know. He, there's a good chance he would kill himself still because he was insanely depressed. Yeah. Like he, uh, he had very deep pits of depress- despair. Um, that he were almost uncontrollable. So I, I, even if he was married, I don't think it's possible possibly he would have offed himself. He might have kids, though. I don't think any of his descendants would have been great artists or anything, but... All right, uh, all right.
0: Hear me, hear me out on this. Um, he would have... His, his ear would have been reattached, right? And uh, he was French, right? No, no, Dutch. No
1: Italian. Oh, Dutch? Dutch? Oh, yeah, he's Dutch. Yeah, yeah. Van Gogh. Uh, what kind of name? Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know, uh, but anyway, he would have been like, a- "Oh, my ear, it's back, my love. <gasps> What's this? <gasps> my ear. She died for a time. My ear. She heard the whispers of the dead, and they whispered the future to me. There is a man by the name of Kennedy. He will be the downfall of all, my love." To America!" And then him and his wife moved to America, right? And like many immigrants do, they're forced to change their name. And what's the American ver- Americanized version of Van Gogh? Oswald. That's right, folks. Oswald. That's right, That's baby. Oswald. I love that. And a direct descendant of Van Gogh, based on the echoes of ghosts that whispered to his great-great-grandfather, would have assassinated JFK and saved the human race. And that's how it would have played out.
2: Van Gogh's wiki is so sad. The, you know how wikis have like the summary page. Yeah, says, he was not commercially successful. Yeah, of course. And his suicide no. at thirty-seven came after years of mental illness, depression, mm-hmm. and perpetual poverty.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, he was like, he was a lot like he was a lot like Poe, but even worse because he didn't achieve like any success until long after he was dead. You know, he was and even then, it was only like he only had a couple successful. paintings right
2: during his lifetime
0: no 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 no. i mean like even posthumously there was only a couple that like are really valuable everything all
2: van gogh's are multi-million well
0: everything i'm saying everything's valuable because they are van gogh's now but there were only a couple initially that were like considered good right it's like no
2: i mean all of his work's considered really he basically he laid the um He created, like, Impressionism. Like, all of his stuff was groundbreaking. I can't um,
0: think of anything besides his
1: self-portrait and Starry Night. Well, there's a bunch of pictures of sunflowers that he did. Um, He did a bunch of those, like... uh, I mean, it was all that same style, like, the landscapes and everything.
0: I'm just saying, by, like... Speaking as someone, like, from the outside who is not... Does not know anything, like, a layman, like... He's not, he's even still not really that like he did he did he he's credited for inspiring a movement but like
2: his stuff's very beautiful like there's a lot of his works in the Chicago it's, museum it's I I think
0: I think I think I find his stuff beautiful because his life was so tragic though like, well, I, think, like I think I think his background I think his background and his life was everything that made his work so like speak to me at, at all like anything I see of Van Gogh's that I like it's like I just can't help but think about how fucked up his life was and how just sad he was.
2: Well, that's part of it, I guess. But, yeah, he has, like, very distinct brush strokes. And, like, (laughs) if you see his paintings in person, they have tons of texture. Like, the paint almost jumps out. Like, he actually textures the paint. And, like, his brush strokes are super aggressive and there's, like, distorted colors and, like, blurred lines. Like, seeing in person, it's really cool. Yeah, his stroke
1: stroke game is out of control. That's fair. I haven't seen anything
0: in person of Van Gogh.
2: But, like, his paintings, you can't see it in, like, pictures of them, but, like, they actually, like, they're bumpy. You know what I'm saying? Like, the paint comes off the, the yeah.
0: Damn, you heard it here first, folks. Paintings are bumpy.
2: You heard it here first, folks.
1: Mitch touches paintings in museums. <laughs> <laughs> the I've only story, thing but... they don't want you to do.
2: <laughs> but I guess that's the thing about any artist, right? Like, as a layman, you only know they're like, um, key, keystone works. Where like, um, like Monet, like you might know, like one of his pieces. But like he was like an artist with tons of successful pieces. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. Wait, did Monet do Starry Night? No, no,
2: that was Van Gogh.
1: Was it? Okay. He did uh, Water Lilies, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, didn't he also do um, a Portrait of an Elderly Woman behind the counter of a small town store?
1: No, uh, that was um, Wood. Wood did that. Grant Wood. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Common okay. misconception.
2: Travis, you should become like, a, you should just study art history for months and be have like art history segments.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do an art corner. Art history corner.
2: Actually, something that's really interesting is like the actual philosophy behind art. Like,
0: cause well, what do you of- want me to study? What should I study?
2: I <laughs> do uh, <no>, Study <laughs> transformers. <laughs>
0: Robots in disguise. Sounds sick. <laughs> More than meets
2: the eye. So, um, Bumblebee was a fan go of the Transformers universe. God bless. God bless. God bless. <laughs>
3: TV 55 now concludes its programming schedule. Portions of today's programs were pre-recorded. Programs broadcast on the station may not be used for any purpose except for exhibition at the time of broadcast on receivers of the type ordinarily used for home reception and in places where no admission, cover, or mechanical operating charges are made. Broadcasting by authority of the Federal Communications Commission, TV55 transmits an effective radiated power of 5 million watts and operates on frequencies from 716 to 722 megahertz. WBNX TV55 is owned and operated by Winston Broadcasting Network. Our signal is transmitted from our tower in Parma and the studios are located at 2690 State Road, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. WBNX TV 55 now leaves the air, but will return this morning with another full day of family television. The TV 55 family bids you good night.